You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Calm Cove Podcast can help you sleep deeply all night long. Calm Cove has deeply relaxing meditation music and ambient sounds like ocean waves and crackling fires. All of our episodes are designed to help you relax and to fall asleep fast. Calm Cove is brought to you by the team behind Sleep Cove, the sleep podcast that consists of spoken word hypnosis, meditation and stories. So if you want to listen to a beautiful soundscape tonight, search for Calm Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see how we're helping millions of people relax and go to sleep every night. feel like who art ed who art is mr wood art ed me yeah. either way it, it's ambiguous it works on so many levels i know that's off to a great start welcome to who arted weekly art history for all ages i'm your host kyle wood this year i'll once again host my annual arts madness tournament in march I guess I should explain for new listeners and for those outside of the U.S. or those who don't pay much attention to sports ball, every year the NCAA, which is the National Collegiate Athletic Association here in the U.S., they have a massive college basketball tournament referred to as March Madness. Every spring, I hold a similar Arts Madness tournament, inviting listeners to vote for their favorite artists and artworks in a series of head-to-head matches as we go from a collection of 64 down to one ultimate winner. Once again, I'll be posting daily mini-episodes covering the 64 artists and artworks in the run-up to this year's tournament. In February, I'll post the brackets along with forms for you all to share your predictions on who will win this year's tournament. At the end, I'll randomly select a few people who correctly predicted the winner and send them a prize. And just like last year, I'll be using my ad money to send out gift cards to listeners, so the more you listen, the more I can give away this spring. Now, because I'm a teacher and I know high school students across the U.S. are studying to earn college credit on the AP Art History exams this spring, I thought it might be nice and helpful to have the tournament focus on artists and works from the AP Art History curriculum. Of course, as much as I like things to be educational, I also like things to be fun. So I'll be putting in four wildcard artists who are not from the official curriculum. This year's tournament will have 60 from the AP Art History list and four fan favorites from my most popular episodes. Now, to help keep things organized, I'm calling the Arts Madness episodes Season 9, and while a lot of these will be encore presentations of previous episodes, I will be putting out several new episodes on artists and artworks I had not previously covered. I hope you'll join me for a few minutes every day to learn about art from all around the world, from prehistoric to the present, and of course, if you do enjoy the show, please do me a favor and leave a kind rating or review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, or wherever you listen. It helps other people discover the show, and it helps me feel better about myself. Now, on to today's episode. We're going to go way back for this one. We're looking at one of the oldest bits of prehistoric art, the Apollo 11 stones. In July 1969, the Apollo 11 mission brought Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Michael Collins to the moon. Well, I suppose it brought Michael Collins 
almost to the moon. But Neil Armstrong, as the mission commander, had the privilege of being the first man to walk on the moon. As he stepped out onto the moon's surface, he famously said, that's one small step for a man and one giant leap for mankind. That same year, 1969, a German archaeology team led by W.E. Wendt was excavating a cave site in the mountains of Namibia, and they discovered rock art indicating just how long a journey mankind has taken. The Apollo 11 stones were named after the famous NASA mission, though completely unrelated. W.E. Wendt heard news of the successful moon landing over his shortwave radio and decided to name the cave Apollo 11. Not exactly sure why the German archaeologist got to name the cave in Namibia after an American space mission, which got its name from Greek and Roman mythology, but so it goes. The cave site had been a long-standing shelter used by ancient humans. It's hard to say exactly how far back it goes. One of the problems with prehistoric people is that they didn't leave us calendars and records marking the dates they created their works, or an artist statement explaining those pieces. We can tell from close examination that this piece was painted using pigments from charcoal, ochre, and it looks like some ostrich egg yolk and other natural elements. While we know how it was created, we can only guess as to why. Still, it is an amazing glimpse way back into our ancient history. Now, carbon dating indicates that the Apollo 11 stones were buried somewhere around 25,000 BCE. Fossil records indicate that Homo sapiens came on the scene around 100,000 years ago. So these are going pretty far back in our timeline. When the Apollo 11 stones were discovered, they were the oldest known pieces of African art and among the oldest bits of evidence of human artistic expression anywhere. The stone fragments were from a slab roughly the size of a human hand. On the stone, there's a creature often described as a therianthrope, a mythical creature that's part human and part animal. The drawing appears to have the body of a cat, legs of a human, and on the head, there are trace elements of horns slightly curved reminiscent of an oryx, a large antelope. This would suggest that in the Middle Stone Age, there may have been mythology, even complex religious belief systems. The reason this is considered to be so significant is that it indicates hunter-gatherers in Africa during the Middle Stone Age were not only physically similar to modern humans, but also behaviorally modern. They used art for creative expression with rituals and customs. Symbolic thought is really the capacity that makes humans able to communicate. It's why I consider art to be the greatest development in human history, as it makes all communication and advancement possible. The Apollo 11 stones demonstrate that early humans possessed that capacity long before what was previously believed. So in that summer of 1969, Apollo 11 was not only taking humans to a new frontier beyond anywhere anyone had gone before, it was also taking us farther back than anyone had ever gone before, showing us just how far we've come and where it all got started in a remote cave down in Africa.
This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted, part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. If you found this tolerable, please leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week on social media at Who Arted Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And of course, on the website, whoartedpodcast.com. Podcast done. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? then the Sleep Cove podcast can help you. Hi, I'm Christopher Fitton, the voice and clinical hypnotherapist behind Sleep Cove. Sleep Cove features sleep hypnosis, meditations and bedtime stories, all designed to help those of you who struggle at night to achieve a restful and peaceful night's sleep. Search for Sleep Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see why Sleep Cove helps millions of people sleep deeply all night long.